All right, let's go. And we're back. Welcome to the Last Call Podcast. My name is Marlon. I'm depressed. I'm joined on the very same couch. Cash Erickton. How we doing? I was about eight points off being as depressed as you. But luckily, luckily, Frio are just really, really awful. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> that game was just shit. Sorry, that was a rough game to watch. And I know you probably didn't have that good a time either, but still. I, yeah, look, we'll put it this way. At about three-quarter time, I went to the bar and got a beer and a pie. The pie was disgustingly cold, <laughs> like almost as if it hadn't been cooked, and it wasn't the low light of my day. Yeah, good God. Um, I was just annoyed watching the game just because the skills were that of a level of, like, under-14s. Yeah, it was... Who wants it the least? <laughs> it's a tank for... I don't know. Oh, whoever the draft the, pick is. The, um, the Kepler-Bradley Cup. It was not... The Kepler-Bradley Cup. It was actually played in honour of Kepler-Bradley. <laughs> the same so standard. Awful. They really... Remembering his name... Yeah, the, um, the legacy lives on. Yeah. Oh. But let, let's not dwell on the action at Marvel Stadium. The real highlights of the weekend were down at <laughs> Utah's Stadium in Launceston. Yeah, well, all right. Well, let's, let's, let's talk bias then. Here comes G again. Mano a mano. Can he shut him down like he did last year? Little fires. Oh, are you kidding me at the horn? I honestly feel like the Panthers are on top. The run of the play, I feel like they're doing better than the Melbourne Storm, but the Melbourne Storm have been able to keep the scoreboard ticking. He does have a good point. It's hard to argue. Um, yeah, good God. Um, I never really liked footy anyway. <laughs> I did say at one stage today, I hate this sport. I was going to say, I'm more of a like a croquet or a garden bowls man myself. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm trying to launch myself into that upper class... Lacrosse polo, yeah, got a yeah. horse. I mean, no, but you know, day's not over. It'll fit in the kitchen. <laughs> IKEA meatball style. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, footy shit. Um, Hawthorne had a good first quarter, and then went home and had just, the early flight back over. Yeah, had the early flight. You know. Um, it was depressing to watch, but as soon as we had a good first quarter, um, and they came out for the second quarter and North kicked like the first two of the quarter, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. And surely enough, um, Hawthorne bizarrely, um, lost, handed the first wins to North and Adelaide last year in the same round (laughs) after, I think it was 16 straight losses. Mm. Um, I mean, so yeah, it wasn't in the same round. It wasn't round nine last year. No, it was round sixteen. But yes, yeah, so I get what, I get your point. Yeah. So um, Hawthorne is a really good club because we're just a charity, apparently. Um, almost on the level of Make a Wish. I'm just going to temper this negativity. <laughs> in your lifetime, how many premierships have you lived through? Oh, a, a lot. 
Yeah. Four. Four. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think you've had it all right for a while. Oh, no, I've had it great. But yes, this year you are... Insipid. The Balan seconds, really. The Balan seconds could give them a run. Honestly, um, and more importantly than this match, was the match played at Arden Street, I believe. Um, Box Hill beat North Melbourne by 103 points. Right, so what you're saying is Hawthorne just picked the wrong sides in the wrong grades. I, I think so. And I think the VFL, uh, our VFLW team just had a win, I think. Um, so, did he miss that? Uh, full disclosure, we are recording this mid And what, Jack Darling has just tried to kick a dribble kick under the man on the mark. And the, the umpire has called a goal... <laughs> That this is he's he's nutmegged him. Oh my god, that is phenomenal. Jack Oof. Darling or Ronaldinho? Yeah, good soccer pull there. Thank you. You thought I was going to Ronaldo, but I went back to the archives for Ronaldinho. The archives. <laughs> That's a goal. That's this, unbelievable. That flabbergasting, as Robbo would say. Flabbergasting, indeed. Um. Yeah, Clarko out. Sam Mitchell in. Are we hearing the calls? It's time. Get the succession plan in Malthouse Buckley style. Except there was a need. There's a need, not need to get Clarkson out, but you know, didn't. Yeah, Malthouse did win a premiership. They, they won a flag and then they sacked him off. That is still bizarre to me. Never use the phrase sacked him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're one foul syllable away from just it's really something dangerous very, very different. Um, I know Eddie and Mick were close, but I don't think they were that close. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the, uh, not inclusions, but just the team selection every week. That's a bit baffling to me. The land of the Giants. The land of the Giants. Like, and I said this, I, I think it was on Wednesday, that we never had a tall team. And now that we have, you know, players over six foot four, Clark, I was just like, I'm going to play them all. Um, Tim O'Brien somehow still gets a game. Your favourite player. Oh, just, <laughs> I was a believer for a week after he um, put Essen into the sword, but other than that. And the thing is, <laughs> we get a, like an email blast from Jeff Kennett every week. Lucky you. Yeah, no, I'm sure they're all personalised. Um, <laughs> but... It's it's always the we this is a rebuilding year, look for the positives, but like since I'm gonna say the Melbourne game, very little be to to be positive about. Um because yeah, good God. It's just the same mistakes every week. So um honestly this could be like a four win team. Um Yeah, well you do have another Essendon game to go, so there's another one. I mean that's in July, I think. They could have, you know, all the, I'm saying all their players back like we'd have the upper hand on them right now. I think Essendon beat us by five goals if we played this week. Well, maybe, but I would have thought that the round one sides, Essendon would win by five goals. and We were seven goals in front and then yeah. went home. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough about Hawthorne. I'm just sad thinking about it. Um, our VFLW team did lose, so... We're 
We're one for three on the weekend. Oh, well, you know what they say, one out of three ain't bad. Yeah, it's more than zero. True. It's more than zero. It always be worse. All right, we move to Marvel. To Marvel. Yeah, look, I know we won, but I don't have a hell of a lot of positives to take out of the game. Um, Darcy Parrish, very, very good. Zach Merritt got absolutely polexed every time he went near the ball and when he didn't go near the ball. Yeah, they really went after him, didn't they? Flattened off the ball, kidney punches every single time there's someone near him. But the upshot of that was they didn't pay really any attention at all to Darcy Parrish, and he had 39 touches and I think eight clearances, maybe. Yeah, no, he's he's on a tear at the moment. Yep. Um, ever since, well, basically all season, but since the um, Anzac Day game. Yeah, where he yeah, had that, that was the breakout one. Like 43 touches and 300 clearances or something ridiculous. Yeah, 1,200 uh, super coach points. <laughs> he beat me just by himself. His issue is that he still, his disposal isn't elite, but everything other than that is getting towards elite for young Darcy. How old is he? 22? 23 maybe. He's still young, still got a long career ahead of him. <laughs> I did enjoy a Fremantle supporter a couple of rows behind me that was very, very into Sean Darcy's game. Mm. Very keen to cheer him on every time he went near the ball. But I don't think that she realised his first name wasn't Darcy. Nah. Because she, she definitely was just referring to him as Darcy. Darcy, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Oh, Jesus. Jack Darling is... Jack Darling could kick 25 here. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably kick half their goals. Um, He's kicked four and a half of their nine. Yeah. Um, Fremantle, I I don't know if you feel the same way. Obviously, you were at the game, so you have more of an idea. Fremantle should have been up in the second quarter by about six goals. Um, Was it Tabiner? Tabiner, yeah. What did he kick? Four, three in the end and two out on the full? Honestly, some of the worst kicking I've ever seen in my life. Um, he's obviously got like a knack for being in the right position and like very, I guess, spatially aware in the forward line. But good God, he couldn't kick to save his life. If I wanted to die, I'd give him a set shot and be like, "Oh, if he misses, I die." Seems extreme, um, but <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, no, it was not good. Very not good. Yeah. Um, and some of Essendon's skills around the ground, um, obviously I'm a neutral, but I got very frustrated, so I cannot imagine what you were going through. Yeah, there were a few times that our ambition exceeded our ability. Um, we thought, oh, yeah, that's a great idea to do, and tried to do it and just didn't have the skills or competency or anything to get it done, and it just made us look like fools. They were obviously wearing ice skates out there, the amount of players that fell over. It's an indoor game. I, I I reckon I saw Andrew McGrath fall over about half a dozen times. Yep. Yep. That was awful. Um, but, I mean, they are a young side and you get how they're trying to play and I think getting the game style and getting everybody on the same page is half the battle. So once those younger players get a couple more years into them and a couple more years at that intensity, then hopefully the ability catches up to the ambition and it's a really exciting, really attacking way of playing footy. But no, it is because uh, it's almost like slingshot footy where there'll be a rebound yeah. 
in the back 50, and then you just see a wave of red and black just running forward, like half a dozen players within 20 metres of the ball. Um, if they could just handball straight, yeah, I reckon they'd be on. Nick Hind was very good again, mm. as he has been for all all the year. Um, that was a good get. What'd you, what'd you have to give up for him? Is he a free agent? Nothing, basically. Yeah. It was like pick 70. Yeah, sure. No, he's been a really good find. Because he started at Essendon in the VFL. And probably would have got picked up by SNM, but St Kilda took him yep. earlier. And then obviously with Saad leaving, McKenna retiring, um, we needed a, a running halfback, and we went and got him from St Kilda. And the rest, as they say, is history. Probably borderline recruit of the year relative to what you had to pay for him. Yeah, yeah. Trelaw's probably played better, but uh, he, he's I, a big name, big money. Oh, they're only paying, you know. Yeah, well, twenty cents on the dollar for his salary. <laughs> yeah, but Collingwood is still paying the other eighty cents, so he's still getting paid. Yeah, which is just phenomenal. Um, all right. Well, I don't know. Thinking about our teams playing this week is making me a bit, just a bit down. Hey, so, hey, hey, hey. Essendon won. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but you know, we move so. When do we start? Friday night. They're bringing back Thursday night. I did see that. They should never have got rid of it. No, I agree. Um, because fitting, again, fitting five games on a Saturday, just not good. Um, Geelong scraping by St Kilda on Friday night. Yes, the Stephen King Cup. Ooh, Stephen King, good pull. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't really have much more to add to the Stephen King Cup other than St Kilda's kicking was deplorable. Yeah, a bad bad week for goal kicking. Not in all the games, though, as we'll get to in a bit. There, there was one particular game Saturday night where the goal kicking was very, very good. Ah, uh, yeah, but just like five seventeen. Yeah, good god, that was that was zero seven at quarter time, three eleven at half time, and when you're three eleven at half time, you can't be expecting to beat a side like Geelong. Yeah, and as you know, non, it's a very low effort game from Geelong and they still pulled it out so it was 14 shots to six at halftime and they were three points in front <laughs> I mean bad kicking is bad football that's true yeah even very good kicks for goal like Tim Membry missed a couple of sitters like he mm. still kicked 2-2 which is far better than can be said for his other large forward in Max King and yeah, what did he kick like one five one five Jesus um, but, yeah, no, it was just a bad night in front of the sticks all round under the roof from the Saints. Again, under the roof. What is going on? Is it dewy? Dewy. It was windy in there today. Yeah. It was uh, a cyclone. That's the only <laughs> explanation for the skills. It flooded. Yeah, it was wet. Brad Scott popped up out of nowhere just to complain about the rain it <laughs> he had. No, I wouldn't surprise me. That man will complain about anything. Um... All right. Well, I have nothing else on the Stephen King Cup, so. No, no, I don't think I do either. Um, Sydney Collingwood. The Reese Shaw Cup. Yeah, good. Yeah, nice. Jeez, um, Collingwood are bad. Yeah, they kicked, what, the first three? Yeah. Kicked four in the first quarter and then kicked one after quarter time. I don't, I don't know what happened. They, like, the first quarter, I watched the first quarter before um, I headed off to work and I was like, they look okay. And then just, I guess, didn't 
fucking <laughs> leave the quarter time huddle. Jesus. Yeah, no, they were, I didn't watch any of that game. In fairness, oh, you didn't miss much. Bit, bits and pieces, like five yeah. minutes here and there. But yeah, they're just really, really bad. I said this on the pod we recorded Anzac Day. They are just unfathomably bad. Really, other than probably Darcy Moore, Brody Grundy. What's the thing? They have a decent in. spine, which is weird. They have like AFL. Like, good AFL talent through their spine, if you think about Grundy, Moore, Pendlebury. Uh, Sidebottom's not really the middle um, in the spine, but, like, Dugowie. Like, that's five, four to five high-level AFL talent. Yeah, but having said that, Pendlebury's probably, what, 33 now, is he? Oh, he's past. He's probably past his best. is mercurial, but horribly inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Grundy is one of those Ruckman that is is never dominant as a Ruckman in the same way Max Gorn is and Nick Nat is probably. like yeah. he's, He gets a lot of hit-outs, but they don't, they're not always as much to advantage as somebody like Gorn is. His strength comes in the fact he's basically a fourth midfielder. Yeah, well, uh, we saw that when Collingwood played Brisbane mm. without all their Ruckman. He was like 60 hit-outs to yeah. four and they lost. And they lost, so. which was just glorious. Oh, that was just a beautiful game to watch. How do I get that game tattooed on my body? Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Well, we've talked enough about the uh, Hawthorne North, the Jed Anderson Cup. The Jed Anderson yeah. Cup. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Um, did Jonathan Simpkin ever play for North? I think he, Jai Simpkin played for North. Oh, he still does. Still right, does. that makes sense. Yeah. Jonathan Simpkin played for Essendon. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did as a, a top up. Um Gold Coast Brisbane. The Michael Risk Cup. Jared Lyons Cup? Uh yes. Yeah. Dane Zor no, um Pierce Hanley Cup. The Pierce Hanley Cup. <laughs> um Lions took the Suns to the back of the fucking woodshed. Yeah. Very I, dominating performance. Look, I'm not surprised. I don't and I think you were one of the people that has been hyping Gold Coast up. Yeah, I don't know why. No, I don't know what I, I saw. Don't see it. I haven't seen it yet this year. I'm a big uh, Brandon Ellis fan. No, you're not. You didn't know who he was. <laughs> I got him at one point. Um, yeah, like they have some good pieces, but at the end of the day, Brisbane are just way too well rounded. They're really coming into form, um, and Hugh McCluggage is just so good. He's taking that next step. Mm. Which is just glorious to watch. Well, it will be when uh, Lockie Neal comes back into the side and you've got this new matured McCluggage and Neal. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say that was Sands Neal, so looking good. Yeah, they're, they're really coming into their own, I think. I mean, I think for my money in a neutral venue, I think they've got Port Adelaide covered going currently. They're probably third or fourth, you'd think, in just in a vacuum. Um, playing every single team, they, I, Geelong would probably beat them. They did beat Geelong, didn't they? Oh no, they just lost. Geelong yeah. beat them by a point. Beaten by the umpire. Yeah, robbed. Yeah. And then that same guy was the guy that kicked the goal against Collingwood the next week after the siren. <sighs> Again, glorious. Karma is beautiful. <laughs> I do like how the football gods took out the karma on from that game on Collingwood. Oh, you'd love to see it. Um, Richmond DWS, very good game. 
Um, the Jacob Townsend Cup? Sure. <laughs> there has to be somebody else. Uh, is there? There isn't much of a pipeline between Richmond and All GWS. All the GWS players go to Carlton or Essendon. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. I'll say we're going to have to look. But yeah, very good game. Um, Richmond coming from behind um, to scrape one through. Um, again, my boy, Jake Arts. Good game. <laughs> mm. Jakey Arts. Um, yeah, what do you have? How many goals? Kick two. Again, very efficient. <laughs> the, um, the debut of the boy, Ralph Smith. Oh, uh, yes. Brings us to our first tangent of the episode. Have you ever met anybody named Ralph? I don't think I have. Because I would like to... State, it is a less popular name than you would anticipate it being. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. I f- it's like, I feel like I would have met Ralph's. I don't feel like it's that rare of a name, but I went through it the other day, never met a Ralph. Like, obviously there's John Ralph, but that doesn't count. There's John Ralph. There's Ralph Wiggum, which I think is the reason that we feel like it's more common yeah. than it is, because it's a reasonable part of pop culture, Ralph Wiggum. That was literally the only Ralph I could think of. Ralph Lauren. True. In terms of actual Ralphs, in the flesh, not... Probably, uh, like, older crowds in America kind of thing. When did did the name Ralph die? That's a good question. When they figured out it's just a shit name. (laughs) What's wrong with Ralph? Ralph, I reckon Ralph's an alright name. I mean, you know, it's fine. It's Ralph. Oh, look, I'm not saying it's the be-all and end-all of names. I'm just saying I think it deserves to be more popular than it is. I mean, it's somewhere in the middle of, like, Jack and Keith, just in terms of... But it's not, though. I've met numerous Keiths. Many Jacks, obviously. Yeah. Number of Keiths. Never a Number Ralph. of Keiths. Well, Romanus. <laughs> Keith Romanus. Shout out Keith Romanus if you're listening. <laughs> he absolutely is not. If you are, reach out. We'd love to have you as a guest. We'll read the quote book back out to you. Oh, the quote book. God, those were the days. Um, yeah, Richmond pulled one out, but they're not looking that good. They're not. They, um, yeah, no, they were, they were lucky in the end. Toby Green clearly got tripped in the goal square with 20 seconds to go play on because it's Toby Green. Why? Do, I know he, you know, likes to double foot people, but what? Why don't people like Toby Green? He's a great leader. He is a little shit stirrer. He's an antagonist. Oh, absolutely. Which I guess is what rubs people the wrong way. Um, he's had a bit of a checkered past with the, the MRP and stuff, I guess, which is probably why the umpires don't like him. But, yeah, no, he deserves better than he gets. Oh, that's absolutely true. Like, uh, he's one of those people that you hate to play against because he's just like, you're such a little fucking twit. But you'd love to have him on your team. Oh, Absolutely. It's like if I barracked for Sydney, I would love to have Tom Papley on my team. Yeah. I cannot stand Tom Papley. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Papley yeah, and Toby Green, they're one of those players that if you're watching a Sydney or a GWS game and they're not playing your side, mm. you love it. Oh, yeah. But when they play you, they're, like, they're very, oh, yeah, they're very theatrical and they're just. Yeah, just annoying. Great, great. Yeah. It's very um, Stevie J esque. Mm. Um, Hayden Ballantyne type. Yep. Yeah, so. 
Um, Port Adelaide Western Bulldogs. Oh, yes. The, the Jackson Trengove Cup. Yeah. Trying to think of other names. We'll get there, but dogs look good. Not happy with Jackson Trengove? I love Jackson Trengove. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was clearly a mark. Sorry, that's a mark. I, I said in real time that's a mark. The Eston supporter in front of me said, yeah, that's a mark. Yeah, well. We could see it from the other end of the ground. He got away with it. Um, Jackson Trengove Cup. Dogs look good. That was a good game. Kick straight. First <laughs> first game of the round where I was just mm. like, oh, people actually kick straight. Yeah, there, there were two really good games on at the same time. It's really annoying. Given yeah. the amount of shit that we have to sit through for the rest of the round. Yeah, it was a bit of a fill around with some odd highlights. Um, but, yeah, the dogs look good. Um, fuck, what's his name? Not Dunkley, the other one. McRae. McRae. Very, very, very. Wow, that's a mild take. Uh, but the Bulldogs midfield is just a class above at this rate. Yes, yep. Um, and, yeah, Port are just a bit underwhelming at the moment. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I think they're going well enough, but I, I just don't think they are as... I don't think they're right at the top of the top tier. Like, lots of people are predicting them to be and saying that they are. Yeah. I think their form probably looks better than it... If you go through it, like, they killed North, they killed Essendon, then they got towed up by West Coast. They beat Richmond by two points, which, in hindsight, Richmond probably struggling a bit more than most mm. people thought at the time. Um, then they, they beat Carlton by five goals in Melbourne, which, I mean, Carlton struggling. Yeah, no, not a Carlton, surprise, not a good team. Um, beat St Kilda by nine goals in Adelaide at a time when St Kilda were real, real average. Um, then went to the Brisbane and got beat by 50 points. Um, gave a weakened Adelaide side a hiding in the showdown and then uh, got beat by the Bulldogs. So, I mean, yes, you can only beat who you play, but uh, I would um, put forward that other than beating Richmond, which they only scraped across just, they really haven't beaten anybody of too much substance. Yeah, they're, they're probably looking, I think I said it before, bottom half of the eight, you probably... Yeah, and it'll depend how it plays out. I think they probably still finished top four. I mean, I think the top four will come from Geelong, Richmond, Port, Brisbane, and the Bulldogs. Yeah. Even though Melbourne are undefeated through nine rounds. Still bizarre. Still bizarre to me. Um, I mean, I know they're only playing Adelaide, but West Coast's form's um, starting to pick up, and if you've got their three-headed monster in the forward line... And um, their midfield turns up. They're probably they could probably beat anyone on even, any given day, That's especially true. at home. Getting Elliot Yo back from injury will be huge for them yeah. when he comes back. And Shuey's out at the minute too. Isn't yeah. He? So if they can get a oh. full side on the park, yeah. Shannon Hearn's out as well. Yeah. Half Josh, their midfield's out. Josh Kennedy's been a bit injury prone this year. So yeah, if they can get their full squad or lots of their full squad together and have an injury-free crack at it, then, yeah, I think they're still good enough to beat anybody on that day. Yeah. It's just whether coming into September they can string a few of those performances together. Yeah, and we'll see. They they have had a propensity to just, like, scrape, not scrape into the eight, but, like, be fifth or sixth and then lose in the first round to someone who yeah. you don't think could beat them, a la Collingwood last year. So um, we've talked about the... 
Kepler Bradley Cup. James Gwilt play for the Dockers? No, no, no. Did he? He played for St Kilda. Did he play for the Dockers? I reckon he might have. Um, Zach Clark? Zach Clark, yes. Yeah. Um, historians of the game will remember that Frio may have traded Matthew Lloyd and Scott Lucas to Essendon. The oh, Adam yeah. McPhee Cup. Oh, that's a good one. All right, he did not play for... Why did I think he played for Freo? I, I think I, I think was thinking you're confu- Zach confusing Zach Dawson and James Gwilt. It Both happens. mediocre St Kilda defenders. <laughs> In fact, me- mediocre might be... Uh, generous to yeah. James Gwilt. And, uh, well, and Zach Dawson. He was just Ross Lyon's pocket boy. Oh, he had a good cup of tea in um, St Kilda. Is that when he got good? When did he get good? He had like a did year. Did you say he had a good cup of tea? A short cup of tea. You haven't heard that phrase? No. Like we have a short cup of tea somewhere. It's like when you're at a club for a year. No. Yeah. It's a basketball thing. I don't know why. Right. Bringing the, the quality to the pod. Um. Yeah, where, no, it must have been Frio. Like the first year he went to Frio, Zach Dawson was just like the Liam Jones before Liam Jones. Shit, 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 good, then back to shit. <laughs> not even good, just not <laughs> awful. He, like, Competent. I remember there was a three-week run where he conceded six, eight, and six. To uh, to be fair, it was Jonathan Brown, Wayne Carey, and one of the Rockers. So, Yeah, well, it's probably... I mean, you, you wouldn't take it, but... No, you wouldn't. Um, all right, well, the... Melbourne Carlton games just wrapped up. Um, I watched about half of it. Melbourne were good. Um, whose whose cup is this one? That's I'm racking my brain. I um, I'm not sure. Ron Barassi. Did Ron Barassi play for Carlton? Why did I think he played for Carlton? Who did he coach? South Melbourne, didn't he? Yeah. I'm going to have to look this up. Um, yeah, Carlton, Carlton just aren't good. Like, they Sam Walsh is an elite midfielder at this point. Um, an article came out the other day saying that Cripps has to get painkilling injections before every game. Um, yeah, because he's got a broken back. Yeah. Just rest him. It, it, it genuinely could ruin his career. Um if they keep going like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cunningham got injured in the first five minutes of the game. They'd use their sub. And then Harry Mackay um, injured his shoulder, but had to stay on. So, I would also like to put forward the Brock McLean Cup. Ooh, good one. Yeah, good. Brock McLean. A good, solid, honest battler. Yeah, a bit a good inside player. Mm. Much in the vein of for for fans of niche Essendon players, Damien Peverell. Pev the Pev. God, he had a he had a throw on him, didn't he? He had a real rough lid. Yeah, <laughs> it was a uh, Ling roughhead esque. It was Ling, but worse. Yeah, because he had black hair. My thing with, like, when you see people have rough lids, you're just like, okay, Lingy, Ruffy, redheads. Mm. They've got a natural disadvantage. That's true. <laughs> Pev, beautiful long locks, you know. 
Got the curls. Rough lid. A very rough lid. Oh, absolutely. Um, and last game of the round, which is actually still in uh, progress, at this rate, um, Jack Darling will kick about 15. Um, but West Coast are looking good. This is the... Well, there's not much of a pipeline between West Coast and Adelaide either. There really is not. Um... <laughs> You've just gone through the list. <laughs> it's going to be a, a, like a very obscure pull. I cannot. F- we can't fall short now. Um, oh, no, that was Brisbane. Talk about the game. Come back to me. Um, Adelaide started uh, really well in the first quarter. Um, really took it to him, played really physical, and then uh, Jack Darling just decided to just send it. Uh, he's kicked kicked five up to half time. Um, he nutmegged, he dribbled a goal and nutmegged the defender, which was just I've never seen anything like it before. Quite literally, never. Um, and he couldn't drop any. Oh, he's just taken another mark. I was like, he can't drop anything, and he just. Took a great pack mark. So, um, yeah, West Coast looking good. And their run in the next couple of weeks, they've got GWS in Sydney, which I'd back them for. They've got Essendon in Perth, which I'd probably back them for. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And then Carlton in Melbourne. Um, and then they've got a bye. So that could very well be after this game, four straight wins. And then they're looking at, um, what would they be? They'd be nine and three. I think at worst, they'd be eight and four. So um, West Coast looking good. Um, and once, yeah, once they get Yo and, who else got to come back? Shuey back, which is like their entire midfield. Yeah, so, and Shannon Hearn makes yeah. a big difference, captain. Skip. Um, so yeah, that's the that's round nine in the books, um, and and I can confirm that this game is the Tyson Stenglin Cup. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a uh, he plays for Adelaide well, now, doesn't he? he well, no, that's Tyson Stengel. He, ah. He's been sacked. Tyson Stenglin, <laughs> he has to played two hundred and eight <laughs> games between nineteen ninety nine and two thousand and nine. Played 106 for Adelaide and 102 for West Coast. It's a very even split. Isn't it? Kicked 26 and 25 goals for his two clubs, respectively. Yeah, good for him. Won a premiership. I would have. Good for him. Good for him. Um, so that's, yeah, round nine of the books. Should we look look forward to round ten, just while we're here? We can. Friday night. Good looking game. <laughs> Brisbane, Richmond in Brisbane. How do we reckon the Tigers travel? Oh, well, they barely travelled well to Marvel. They <laughs> <laughs> to Brisbane. Um, yeah, that's true. No, I think this is Brisbane's statement round. Yeah. They are in a rich vein of form, They are in a you rich could vein say. of form. Dan and her to kick eight. Oh. Are you actively rooting against Joe Danaher? How um, are we feeling about not, not Joe? Not really. Um Danaher and Fantasia I have a bit of soft spots for. I hate Adam Saad. I mean... Danaher, I think he had valid reason for wanting to get out. And most of all, I just love watching him play footy because he does things that not many people can do. 
Yeah, what is he, like fucking six, seven and moves like a gazelle? He's Buddy-esque. Oh, well, everyone's Buddy-esque, apparently. No, but he's as close to Buddy as we've seen since Buddy, I think. I'd in, argue in, in peak. one of the Kernos, um, the one who's always injured, is that Charlie? Charlie. He, he gets a bit Buddy-esque if he ever took the field. Yeah, Buddy-esque in the fact he's injured. <laughs> that we haven't seen him um, in the past three years. Um, but yeah, I'd probably back Brisbane pretty comfortably, to be honest. Yeah, I think seven goals. Seven? Sheesh, I was thinking five. But yeah, um, we move to arguably the game of the round. MCG, 145 start. Carlton Hawthorne. This could quite possibly be the worst game to ever grace the field. Just ever. If Hawthorne win, does Teague get sacked? I wouldn't. That would be very dramatic, but like this is one of those games where you lose to one of the worst teams and they're just like, okay, we've had it. Because what are they, two and seven? Yeah. Um, and they're just, yeah, not good. And if they lose to Hawthorne, like uh, I know. No, I think Carton are three, aren't they? They've been Essendon. So be oh, they did too. Um, but yeah, this is one of those games where you're just like, Hawthorne, are, and I've said it before, but just very abject, insipid, zero fight. Um, so unless they randomly get up for Carlton, which I can't imagine why. Our midfield is just so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mitchell and Jaeger are still running through there. So if they both turned on at the, on the same day, there's yeah. potential there. But yeah. Yeah, no, I just like, I don't know who takes um, Walsh. Honestly, we don't have a defender for Harry Mackay. Um, he might be injured because he just injured, injured his shoulder. You don't have a defender but... for Harry Mackay. You've got eight people over six foot five. Yeah, but the people over six foot five um, run a hundred meters in about three minutes. What about Frosty? He's not quick. Well, I mean, he's pro- he's probably going to get Harry Mackay, but like, I would rather see Tim O'Brien up back than watch Kyle Hardigan play football. I'd like, I'd like to see Tim O'Brien play on him because I wouldn't mind seeing a bag of 23. <laughs> <laughs> and the way Harry Mackay kicks, it'll be 23-12. Yeah. He'll beat the whole team. Um, all right. Well, enough of that. Carlton to win by six goals. Um, Hawthorne to kick under six goals. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. Clarkson will probably pick 12 tolls. And it'll rain. Yeah. <laughs> Segler will come back in. Jacker will come back in. We'll have uh, Keegan Brooksby and Ned Reeves. Um, You're just making names up now. No. No, I'm not. Keegan Brooksby. Yep. He's a rookie. Oh, no, he was, he was rookie listed last year. 30 years old. Yeah. And a ruckman. Ned Reeves is a genuine seven-footer. Um, so, yeah, they'll all play. It'll be zero degrees and frost on the ground in more yeah, ways than one. Of course he'd be on. He's going to play on Mackay. Yeah. Um, Geelong v Gold Coast. Geelong by 100 points. I was thinking 120. <laughs> this could get. If Geelong bothered to turn up, and this could be very well in... Um, the way of like when they played North, mm. 
they just just chill and just you know. What's the over under on goals between Cameron Hawkins and Rowan? It genuinely could be twenty. I think it's fifteen. Yeah, they yeah because I couldn't even tell you who the Gold Coast keybacks are. Sam Day, he's still there. Mm. Yeah, tough. Other than that, yeah, it's not looking good. There aren't many backlines in the comp who can deal with um, Rowan, no. Cameron, and Hawkins. Hawkins, so. Actually, that's a good question. A bit of a tangent. Who was most equipped to deal with that three-headed monster? Um, Port Adelaide feels like an obvious one right off the page with Jonas, Alir, and Clurie. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Brisbane. I've got Harris Andrews, uh, Darcy Gardner. See, the the thing with uh, Hawkins and um, Cameron is that they're both, like, big. Like, Hawkins is big. You put Harris Andrews on Tom Hawkins and he's just getting pushed around like a toy. Yeah, but Cameron's not like that, though. Cameron's pretty lean. He's just he's quick. quick and agile. Yeah. And then Rowan's not actually that tall. No, he's not. He's like a, he's a, I'd say a medium style. forward, yeah, so... But yeah, no, frightening. Um, I hope Mitch Duncan and you know Tom Stewart just tear into the um, <laughs> Suns midfield. Quick, quick forward movement, and you know, no, watch this be the great game that Grind Myers kicks fifteen. Well, he's not in the side, so it's gonna be tough. <sighs> He'd do it just to spite me <laughs> from the grandstand. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Geelong by fifteen goals. Yep, I reckon. Um, we move Adelaide, Melbourne, four thirty-five spot in Adelaide. Is this where Melbourne come unstuck? <laughs> Is this? I, I refuse to believe in my lifetime that Melbourne can go ten and zero. It's a genuine danger game, I think. In Adelaide, Adelaide aren't playing that bad at football. Tex has been rested this week, so it'll be fresh. Adelaide are plucky. They're just like they'll bring it every week. They're not. It's almost in the same way Essendon are. They'll bring it. They'll play decent footy. They just the execution just isn't there. As we watch, who the fuck is that? Uh, what's his name? Um, McAdam. Stangle. <laughs> it's it's not Stangle. <laughs> Andrew McLeod. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're plucky. So if Melbourne have a day off, but they just they haven't. It's bizarre. Like, most games, they just don't look like losing. Mm. They've just got... Apart from the North game. Yeah, exactly. Where they were down at halftime, I was like, yeah, this is very Melbourne. And then they pulled it out. So, I don't know. This could be the one. It could be. It probably won't be, but it is a danger game, I think. Yeah. Um, That being said, Melbourne by, like, three goals. Probably. Yeah. Um, Western Bulldogs, St Kilda... Saturday night. Depends which St Kilda show up. Under the roof. Yeah, look. <sighs> Dogs by Dog. 10 goals. Yeah. I'm not sure 10, 5 probably, I think. Yeah, I just... St Kilda infuriatingly inconsistent. And considering they can't kick straight at the moment, um, and they the one good game, or the one really good game they had, mm. um, was against... 
I want to say our VFL team, but our VFL team's actually good. <laughs> um, so whatever. Dogs to win. Saturday night, Fremantle Sydney in Optus. Sydney by the length of the Flemington Strait. Having seen Frio today, <laughs> live they are in living colour. Awful. Yeah, they are not good. There are about four players on that team who I actually didn't mind watching. Um, is it Sarah? Chera? Chera. Chera yeah. is good. Fife, obviously. Lob. Lob. I mean, Tabano was pretty good other than he's kicking. He had nine that's, shots at goal. I was like, that's half, that's half his job. Yeah. I mean, he did still kick four. It wasn't Max King level. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Blake Akers. Ah, uh, Blakers. Um, also, today's game, really feisty. I really liked it. Yeah, because every time Merritt... Went near the ball or ran past somebody, you get absolutely whacked. So then the Essendon guys tried to stand up for him, and it was yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you just say Blake Acres for no reason? No, because while we were analysing Frio, wait, does he play for St Kilda? No. Well, that's that's Jake Arts. I still confuse him. Jake Arts plays, plays for, for Richmond. Richmond. Are you sure Blake Acres doesn't play for St Kilda? Mate, I swear to God, he's the number eight for Frio. Yeah. I hope so, otherwise I'd make a grave mistake. Did he used to play for St Kilda? Very maybe. He's a number nine. Profile. Um, he was the trade piece that brought Brad Hill to St Kilda. Right. Okay, so he did play for St Kilda. He did, yeah. Right. I'm not going completely crazy. No. Um, we move to Sunday. GWS West Coast. Could be a reasonable game, I think. West Coast don't travel that well. GWS aren't in terrible form. They've picked it up considering um, I completely wrote them off after like four rounds. Yeah, they have. Whitfield's back. That helps. Um, That really does help. Finlayson will be back this week, I think. Um, Yeah. and But yeah, as you said, West Coast don't travel that well. So two goals either way, I reckon. Mm. I reckon GWS could pull this out. I think GWS will win. Whee. Hot take. Hot take. Um, we move to the prison bar matchup. The prison bar clash. Um, I hope Port Adelaide wear their prison bars just to spite Collingwood. In the warm-up. I loved how they put them on in the, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, song after the game. I'd love to see them run out for the warm-up in the prison bar jumper. Oh, they should. That would be glorious. It would be fantastic. Um, Collingwood can't buy good form or a win at the moment. Um, no, no, they're in real Hawthorne areas. They are in Hawthorne areas. And it's funny because they did beat North <laughs> the other week, but they did their best to lose. Mm. Um, so I think there really is a three-horse race in who can finish 18th, um, Hawthorne, Collingwood, and North. North, so... Port Adelaide, probably this is correct their form. You'd like to think so. Yeah. If they lose this game, Jesus. Nah, Ten goals, Port, easy. Yeah. Um, and game of the round, two-game winning streak. Did you guys win last week? No, we got no. beat by GWS by three points. No, you did. Oh, yeah, you did too. Essendon um, North, under the roof. You going to this game? I've got tickets. So might not use them. Unclear. 
at this time. I mean, fair enough. Um, I have zero input in this game. This could be no, no. It will very be bad. awful. Um, the skills on display from both teams this round was just not a fun watch. Yeah, Essendon will either lose or win by twelve goals. I don't think there'll be any in between. We'll either get good Essendon mm. and they will turn it on and kill North or we'll get bad Essendon and they will get beat. I think Nick Cox comes in, plays a full game and kicks 50. From the wing. From the wing. He's going to do a real... Who kicks... Has anyone in recent memory kicked a bag from the wing? Duncan kicked four the other week. It's not really a bag, is it? Yeah, I, I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, and that's round 10. Wow, there are some absolute <laughs> stinker games next week. Get to the local footy next week. Saturday, Support Sunday. the local. Yeah. Support. Write yourself off Saturday afternoon so you don't have to watch any footy Saturday night. Get to Club Yo-Yo. Club Yo-Yo. Or la I guess, but no, Club Yo-Yo is where it's at. Yeah, come to la Come hang out. I'll get you a free drink. Best, best match of the round is probably Brisbane-Richmond. Yeah, quite. Yeah, yep. Agreed. Or Ad- Adelaide, 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 Melbourne, maybe, but you know, I'm not holding my breath. So, um, yeah, that's that's the AFL. Do we have? Did you want to do votes? Do you have votes? Oh, well, you can just do them off the noggin if you want. Three votes, three good votes. Clearly goes to um, Adam Wojcik. Do you know Adam Wojcik? Is is he uh, the goal umpire? He is the goal yeah. umpire. Umpire lives matter too. He what? was the, the goal umpire that last week gained some notoriety for backing into the pack with Joe Danaher. And then, Real Jonathan Brown-esque. And then this week got cleaned up by Dusty, dislocated his shoulder, and for the first time in my memory watching AFL ever... The emergency goal umpire got activated. Yeah, I've never seen that I before. I didn't know that there was an emergency goal umpire. Um, yeah, that is wild. I've never seen, even at like junior and like uh, country level, never seen a, an emergency goal umpire. Like, yeah. I've been an emergency umpire before. Just sitting on the lawn chair on the boundary. Yeah, they yeah in the tracksuits, and then they run out whenever there's a little bit of a scuffle to try and get, get they themselves. Do the anything? Lights. They just stand there with their arms. Boys, right. boys, boys! Clear it out, thanks, fellas. But no, the, the emergency goal umpire came in, didn't miss a beat. It was immaculate. Um, and that is just a testament to the professionalism of the AFL umpires, um, who haven't done anything wrong this year. No, no, they perfect. Not even Dean Margetts. <laughs> yes. A week on, or four days on, or however we are, long we are since we recorded the podcast Wednesday, it's still not hyperbolic to say that's the worst decision ever. Oh, absolutely it, not. It was... Oh. Tough. Anyway, life goes on. Life goes on. It shouldn't, for Margetts, but... It Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. And by life, we mean his... Uh, AFL umpiring no. career. <laughs> no comment. No. Um, anywho, two votes. 
<laughs> who who played? Uh, no, this is a very well thought out two votes. Ah, oh, it's gone to Jack Darling, surely. Sure, Jack can have two votes. Why not? No, no, Jack gets one vote. Two votes goes to the man that won game of the round. Zerha for North, four goals, two. Yeah, no, he was good. Single-handedly took North over the powerhouse of the brown and gold. Yeah, uh, just grim. He was good, though. So was um, Simkin, actually. Simkin was really good in the middle. Like 36 touches. Um, 36. All right, but do we have bad votes? I could find you some bad votes, maybe. Um does Dusty get three for dislocating a goal umpire's shoulder? And Dusty almost got snuck into the good votes for dislocating the, the umpire's shoulder. <laughs> Shame it wasn't Dean Margetts. Imagine um, Dusty shoulder charging Dean Margetts. <laughs> Where one bad vote goes to Max King. I know he's only young, and he did have six shots on goal, but you can't be dishing up one goal five. It's one bad. It's one bad vote for the goal he got. Yes. Uh, two bad votes. This is riveting. Mate, do you want to do the ba- two bad votes to another young player? We're going young this week. Isaac Rankin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The great white hope. Five possessions. Yeah. yeah not He's not had a good year, actually. I don't think about it. He's been pretty... Considering he was supposed to be... Um, you know, Raul's second in command. Um, I think Noah Anderson is comfortably yeah. outperforming him this year. Rankin is the more mercurial one, I think, that does the special thing. Yeah. Um, and three bad votes, which really should be all six bad votes. Will Snelling. <laughs> for one incredibly stupid brain fade moment. With 60 seconds to go in the Essendon-Fremantle game... Took, takes a mark 30 metres out. All he needs to do is take 30 seconds off the clock, have a shot. If he scores, Essendon goes seven points up with 30 seconds to go. No, he panicked. He played on. He tried to kick it to a teammate. He missed the target by metres and almost single-handedly cost Essendon the game. So, Will, enjoy your game in the reserves next week because you are a spud. <laughs> and he goes bang. Ash goes bang. They're the votes. All right. Do you want to do Nickelback before we leave? Do you have... um? Who the fuck did you bring out last week? Oh, some Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. Jesus Lord. Uh, um, Hold on. Let me play the sting. Look at this graph. Look at this graph. I don't know why you're hating on um, my Nickelback or my Buck Cherry or who did I bring out a couple of weeks ago? My Darkest Days. Ah, oh, the uh, Nickelback industry plant. Yes, the uh, the porn star dancing. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Sheesh. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm not sure what I can do for you. No, that's all right. We're going to play the sting once more and then send it out. Go on. Look at this graph. Ash has looked up. 
what worst song lyrics and it's come up with BuzzFeed. Jamal's going to read the 17 dirtiest song lyrics from the last decade. <sighs> Can I just choose the really bad ones? I think they're all the really bad ones. I mean, but that Jason Derulo one's all right. Uh, oh, good God. Gorilla by Bruno Mars. <clears throat> and I quote, You got your legs up in the sky with the devil in your eyes. Let me hear you say you want it all. Grim. Ah, oh, this is an iconic line. Uh, partitioned by Beyonce. He popped all my buttons and he ripped my blouse. He Monica Lewinsky'd all on my gown. Ugh. Oh my goodness. These are rough. Oh, I can't say that in the podcast. <laughs> oh my God, I can't say. Oh, that's just gross. Um, all right, one more. Oh my God, this song's a classic. Deep Throat by Cupcake. This song is ridiculous. Listen to the whole song. It is just gross. Mouth wide open like I was at the dentist. Mouth wide open. Put it so deep I can't speak a sentence. And with that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the last call podcast. Live from my living room.